Uh, good uh, morning, good evening, or good afternoon, wherever you're listening to us at, and whatever time zone you're in. Uh, we're see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Uh, we're we're uh, those muckrakers. I'm Peter, and I'm Pat, and uh, we are the shouty radio people, the angry, uh, the angry libtard, George Soros paid cucks. I don't. I don't. Coming, coming to you live from the basement of the deep state in our uh, white privilege bunkers. Yeah, man, that was the most disappointing civil war I've ever had. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Alex Jones declared he had secret information that the liberals were going to launch a civil war on July fourth. Uh, I did hear about it, and there's some amazing memes that came out. It's like, well, what do you mean our civil wars on July 4th? We're already spread thin from our war on Christmas. <laughs> I saw a lot of people like, my dearest Esmeralda, the mint juleps are running thin. <laughs> I, I feel that we have cornered General Ted Nugent in the KFC. Like... <laughs> Just a bunch of dumb shit, like, yeah. For once, the the replies to an Alex Jones tweet was amazing. If you go to the tweet where he talks about it, it's just a wonderful reading experience to just scroll down and see all, all the responses to it. I want to know what happened. What, I, I want to know his reasoning for why the Civil War didn't happen. Oh, what his explanation for why? Uh, maybe he's probably going to say, Well, you know, I tipped you all off, and that's why it didn't happen, because they knew it was coming. Or you, you real patriots knew it was coming, so they knew better than to attack then. They probably just pushed it back. You know, my first thought was, um, he's doing it wrong. He should have said that the liberal civil war was sometime like five years from now or ten years from now. Yeah. Just like people who do end-of-the-world conspiracy theories work. Right? You never say it's going to be like next week. You have to like say it's some impossibly far distance into the future. And that way, you know, you can actually have people believing it for a long time. And over time, more and more people hear about it and believe it and get on board and send you money. And then by the time that date rolls around, it's so far into the future that um, you've already packed your bags and gone to live in your new house in Bermuda. Well, I, I pulled but it Alex up. Alex Jones was just like, oh, no, it's two days from now. Well, he argued that it was more of a demarcation line and argued that the exact date of the first Civil War starting was debated. No, it's not debated. The first Civil War started, uh, I don't remember the exact date, but I know that it's the date. That ah, the it's debated. He's right. No, it's the date the South <laughs> fired on Fort Sumter. There is an actual date, like Civil War began officially, because officially armies were shooting at each other. I'm pretty sure I've been to Fort Sumter. Um, I mean, that's very possible. Like, uh, it was it eight- very familiar. Let's see. Uh, April 12th, 1861. Yeah, it's not debated. That's when it started. Now, it's debated when it ended because there were places like in Texas where, like, the slaves were still working as slaves. And they're like, oh, hey, boss, uh, what happened to that Civil War? Did they ever end up? We free? We did like, no, 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 you're still slaves. So, like, they just didn't tell the slaves they were free, and it took, like, a year after this. Uh, all right, so the land of the west of the Mississippi we had driven the Native Americans to, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and there were already Native Americans there, so we drove other Native Americans onto the land where people already lived, and we're like, you go here. And then we were like, you know what? I'm going to want that land, too. Uh, so we took that from them. But, so... Uh, to give you a little history lesson, uh, because I do teach U.S. history, here's what's amazing. So uh, the United States was divided pretty evenly between free and slave states, right? Right. Um, but the problem was, as we were taking more and more Western land and adding it and adding new states, the argument became, is this a free state? Is this a slave state? And those arguments eventually erupted into the Civil War. 
uh, Texas, very interestingly, interestingly enough, uh, Texas was a slave state. Um, the reason Texas won its independence from Mexico is because uh, a bunch of Americans moved to Mexico in Texas uh, because it was, you know, they were they were allowed to live there and it was great. But Mexico, the Mexicans had been treated so badly by the Spanish that as soon as the Mexicans won independence, they were like, man, this slavery thing has got to go. So Mexico outlawed slavery. The slave owners moving into uh, Texas, the area of Texas that was owned by Mexico, were like, we want to keep our slaves. And the Mexicans are like, listen, you can come over here, you can live, but you can't have your slaves. And then all of a sudden, the, uh, the Texans were like, freedom, remember the Alamo, you can't take my slaves. And so they basically started a war with Mexico and got the United States to back them because they wanted to keep their slaves. Uh, so that's why Texas uh, won its independence, because it wanted to keep people enslaved. Um, so the whole don't tread on me thing, very yeah. pro-slavery slogan. Yeah, don't tread on my slaves. Only yeah. I can tread on my slaves. <laughs> I own them. They're my property. They're my land. Um, so to go back to Alex Jones, not only does he say it was a demarcation line, he goes, uh, I didn't say that it would be rockets and missiles and bombs and total death. Uh, I said, if you historically want to look at it, I think we're going into a hotter civil war. Not like North versus South. The left is calling for violence. They're engaged in massive censorship. Uh, the right's running people down and running up to crowds with guns this week. Oh, yeah. Antifa's attacking people over the streets that go out and try to engage in it. Uh, he claimed a victory in predicting things first and said the media and other opponents were casting his Civil War claim as a defeat as part of a hoax firestorm. It's, what? I mean, he's full of shit, so of course they're saying, well, Alex Jones today said something else that was full of shit. I'm Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> yeah, like, so basically, he did what all, like, the apocalypse preachers where they go, the world will end tomorrow! They just kind of gently walk it back into metaphor. When I was saying tomorrow, I meant America! <laughs> what I actually meant was metaphor, the metaphorical apocalypse. The apocalypse <laughs> of, 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 of ideas and civility. So, it so was I the, forgot to... Uh, go ahead. It was the Civil War. It was the war on civility. <laughs> yep. The, uh, so I forgot to actually look up how this ended because the court was supposed to be on Monday. But uh, in Florida, a Florida woman decided to um, run down a group of um, people protesting. Oh, my ice. God. I remember you told me about this. Yeah, I didn't get to hear the ending. So, yeah, like, lay it out for me, man. I am, I am excited and horrified to hear what happens. Oh, well, okay. So Florida woman decided to just attack a bunch of protesters by driving her car through him, right? Yes. And people are, like, screaming, jump to the side. She successfully hits one person, right? Well, Injures the person enough to knock him down. Side note right there. Uh, you really suck uh, just as, a, as an instrument of violence if you can aim your car at a crowd of people and only hit one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. I'm not saying that that's, like, right to do. That's a horrible thing to do. But I'm just saying if I was going to run over a crowd... I think that I could do some serious damage. Like, I'd I'd would get like I'd get going like real fast. You know, I'd be I'd see if I can get it up to like sixty, and maybe there's like a slight corner so they won't see me coming. So then it's just bam, car, sixty miles an hour, loads of people. You know, I saw a video earlier 
this week of um, a guy in Australia, I think it is, who drives his truck every single day up and down this one road that's covered in frogs, and he's just popping them left, right, and center by weaving back and forth. Yeah. This, uh, let's be glad this Florida woman doesn't watch the same things I do, or, well, you know, she, she might have learned, oh, I can steer my car and then hit more people. <laughs> to be fair, she's probably like that really dumb kid when you play tag. Remember the one that, like, you could throw them off by if you just ran next to someone else, they would hesitate, and then you could both get away? Yes. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's what happened. She's like, I'm going to run over a pro. Oh, now I'm going to get that. No, he got away. Ah, uh, mm. Yep. So, so she hit one anyway, person. And then you would think, oh, that's horrifying. What did the police do? Well, here's the thing. She kind of was the police. So she uh, gets out of her car, arrests the woman that she hits. That way she can uh, vanish the victim from the scene and then lock her up at the police station where the um, the attacker also hides. And then the police just sort of shut out people and say, you know, no no comment, no comment on what happened. And the, uh, the injured woman's court date was set for Monday. And uh, so now what we have is um, a police officer attacks people. She's definitely a Trump supporter because she's upset about the whole ice. Well, she attacked them off. So she's not in a police car. She's off duty, a private citizen, and attacked other people with her car. Then I can. I don't think cops can arrest people like off duty, can they? Well, I mean, citizens arrest. You can anyone can arrest anyone at any time. I don't know. I'm just saying. You hit me with your car. You're like a crazy person. You jump out and you go. I'm a cop. Get in the back, dude. You're gonna have to kill me. There's no way I'm getting in the back. Huh? She might have been stunned. I mean, it was like a kidnapping, basically. Yeah, I mean, either, Florida. either way, if I got any, if I have any kind of any any like um, brains or any, I'm not brains, but like if I have any consciousness left at all, you're not putting me in the back of your fucking rape Taurus. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. that's how the bone collector started. Just like get in my car. I'm not getting in your fucking car. Fuck you. Call the real police. I want uniforms. Yep. Um, so yeah. So is she still in jail? That is a good question. Was, uh, I'm trying to. I've been trying to pull something up on it this whole time, and <laughs> so far I haven't found anything. <laughs> you bastard! I like how you're like, oh, guess what? And then she took her to the jail, and then the court date was Monday. And I'm like, I'm leaning forward. I'm like, what happened? And then you were I like, I forgot to follow up on it. You're like, and this <laughs> is what happened. <laughs> In true muckrakers fashion, we are the investigative journalists that forget to do half of our name. Investigate. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> That's why she's probably still... She's probably dead. She probably, uh, uh, like... Do you remember the story of Sandra Bland? Maybe? No. Uh, Sandra Bland was almost assuredly murdered by the police. She got pulled over for a routine traffic stop, and then the cops were like, oh, you're black. Let's go crazy and beat the shit out of you, right? Um, uh. It's all on video. They took her to jail. Uh, so she's in jail for like a minor traffic stop, and she can she's going to be bailed out like Monday, and then she right. mysteriously commits suicide over the weekend, and hangs herself in her cell. And the cops are like, "I don't know what happened." Like, dude, they fucking killed her. Mm. Like, no one commits suicide for a traffic violation. You know what I mean? Yep. So I'm just saying, if this lady is like just mysteriously dead in jail, it was the fucking cops. So, well, back to the protests at large. Many diverse groups like uh, socialites and even juggalos? I don't know, I'm reading an article here. Were protesting against ICE. Democrats from the House and Senate attended various marches around the country, including 
Uh, that's Bernie Sanders. The U.S.'s most prominent socialist, Bernie Sanders, has um, had a very different Saturday. Sanders was busy cementing his support with the baby boomers and Lederhosen crowd? Oh, this is weird. I should I need to send you a picture of this. But yeah, he's just like off doing something else. He is not actually helping the ICE protesters. Hmm. So I guess okay. we'll come back to that. Um, uh, here's the picture of it. What is Bernie Sanders doing there? What What do you think? But we can make you... this like... Did you not get it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you, I got you, I got you. I was like, I didn't know what you were talking about. Um, yeah. You mean like we just make... being, a, being an old man at a protest? Yeah. That's, uh... what it, that's what it looks like he's doing. I like how we're in a completely auditory or audio uh, medium and we're like, hey, what do you guys think of this picture? I've been trying to say a few times, I can make this the uh, avatar of the show. Maybe. Um, so it's we got... The main picture people see. So you got Trump protesters like... Fucking running over people with cars. Uh, the guy with the gun was my favorite Trump protester so far. I, did I send you the video of that? Yeah, I saw that. I watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, they're, it's like a prayer service for like people that are being illegally locked up. And they're like, it's like a church service. And this dude is just walking back and forth with this uh, sign. And he's just going, womp, 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 womp. And like, no one's paying him any attention. Which I think is is great. I think that's why he gets mad. Uh, the video I watched cut off before he pulled a gun. Really? Because yeah. the one I have starts like after he pulled the gun, and like right before everyone starts running after him, yelling, "He has a gun! That guy has a gun!" Like it was totally the opposite reaction from what he was expecting because he was trying to be a troll, right? Like he's trying to be an internet troll, but in real life, yelling yeah. "womp womp" and. Um, Ice Ice Baby was the other thing. Oh, yeah, 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 on Ice and Ice Baby. Whenever, one, whenever someone saw he had a gun, like, two large guys just start walking at him immediately, pointing to him, like, holding their hands up and saying, this guy has a gun, this guy has a gun. And they're walking towards the guy with the gun, so the guy with the gun, like, freaks out, puts it away, and starts to try and walk away quickly. Yeah. And then police just fan in from every angle. And for once, the police don't, you know, like, beat up the protesters, arrest them, and arrest them and vanish them, but they actually stop the crazy guy with the gun. Yeah, so that's why, like, I I have a hard time, but I, I don't think I don't think we're that close to a civil war. I think our democracy has been hijacked, um, and I think we have a chance to get it yeah, back. We, we have a toddler in the White House. Yeah. But. Um, and so it's it's it would be much more dangerous, I guess, if he were much more clever, uh, you know, as, as fucked up as he is. But, like, there's a lot of really good people, and, like, a lot of people... Uh, are are like fighting back and like I feel bad because like I need to get more um what do you call it I need to get more civically involved like we need to we need to go make sure we're registered to vote for all the next local elections um, I am because you, uh, you, we need to get involved in those liberal civil wars which we missed on July four because here's the problem uh, the civil war it's it's not going to look like the original Civil War, it's going to look like, and a lot of people don't remember this, like in the 60s and 70s, there were just like a ton of like domestic bombings by just different like groups, um, like the Weather Underground and all these different like sort of uh, uh, like People's Liberation Army and stuff. And like they were just blowing up bombing, like it was a, just a slew of like, it looked like the country's going to tear itself apart. And I think it's going to be more like that. It's not going to be like people trying to secede from the Union. You're just going to see a ton of like of, of civil of civil unrest, you know what I mean? You're going to see a lot of, like, uh, civil, like, uh, uh, domestic terror bombings and stuff like that. 
Yeah, and it's all because a lot of people just refuse to admit the writings on the wall that President Trump is not a good president. He's not a smart person. Like, I mean, we know, and I was telling you about this earlier, that his um, lawyers tried to prepare him for his interview with Mueller, and they had the 60 possible questions to um, run him through. And they had him, they set him down, and for four hours they tried to grill him on questions to teach him how to respond to Mueller so that he didn't incriminate himself. And in four hours they got through two of 60 questions and even then that was shaky and it's because he wanders he meanders he's a senile old man that doesn't really know where he's at and you can't understand this better than actually watching him speak at his rallies if you watch it on tv he looks like a insane rambling old man because that's what he really is but like you were saying that's not what the crowd hears the crowd is infected by the energy of each other of one another because they all are there to believe in something so they're not even listening to him he could be reading to them a recipe from a cookbook and they would still be like yeah potatoes go in second whoa America. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he could literally say anything and they cheer for him because they're so that's I mean, that's the way he does his rallies. Like he gets them all uh he gets them all fired up. I mean, that's how rallies work. That's why they're called rallies and not like um uh, I don't know, thinkies. like, you know, d- debates. Thinkies. Yeah, or thinkies. Yeah, <laughs> like they're called rallies, not thinkies. Um cuz it's like anybody could go to see like, I mean, Jesus Christ, man. Uh, like the, the that whole effect looked like um uh Creed. Like look at people at Creed concerts back when people still went to those. I don't know what that is. What Creed is? Yeah. The band? You don't remember the band Creed? Ah, I was hoping you were talking about Rocky. No, no, I was all talking right. about like the uh uh like with arms oh, wide open yeah. like that really crappy uh band. Ah. Nope. What? You missed Creed completely? I think so. I don't believe you did. Like, I think you're just not remembering it. Probably. Anyway, point being, they were so, a really shitty band like Nickelback, and uh, people still went and like were like, "Woo, this is the best time ever!" But uh, I don't remember if I've ever said this on the podcast before. But um, you know, people gave George W. Bush a lot of shit for being stupid, right? But here's the thing: I'm pretty sure this was a case of a. Uh, the boy who cried wolf because liberals spent way too much time calling George W. Bush stupid when he really wasn't right. Like, okay, fair enough for an American president. He was pretty dumb, right? Yeah. Put him in a room with all the other presidents and there might only be like a couple of them that are less intelligent than he is, but put him in any random room on planet Earth, right? Take George W. Bush and just teleport him at random, random number generator, into any room, no matter how crowded it is, on Earth, odds are he's probably the most intelligent person in that room, right? Top top two, at least. Now, you may be less intelligent than him and still come to a better conclusion with the knowledge that you have, a more moral conclusion, a more moral conclusion, but... He still like knows more shit. He still has thought about stuff more. Well, it's uh, like uh, like I talked but to I talked to then, uh, my girlfriend. But then you take go ahead uh, about like I talked to her about this exact same thing, and uh, she goes uh, uh, she goes yeah, but it's because he went like the thing about Bush being smart 
and I was talking about him being smarter than me, was he went, like, he spent all his life being prepped for it. Like, he came from, like, a rich, yeah. well-to-do political, and he went to these prep schools. Yeah, they, they forged him. They made him what he is. So he, yeah, he, so he was forged into, like, presidential material. Um, Trump kind of went to prep schools and stuff, but he wasn't, like, he well, wasn't. He's like the son of a billionaire. He's the definition of someone whose daddy's checks just got him through life. Right, but he wasn't forged in the same that, way, like, having that's a. that's why. I was going to say, and that's why my, um, the second half of that is, if you take Donald J. Trump and put him in any random room on Earth, any random room, he could even show up in like a third world orphanage, right? He's surrounded by young children who have never even heard of what the internet is. Odds are he's going to be the dumbest person in the room. Odds are he is not going to know half as much as anyone else in there, because third world orphans... They know how to tie their fucking shoelaces without falling over and biting their tongues. Well, I mean, I bet Trump could not tie his own shoelaces without tripping over his own feet and biting off his tongue. Well, I mean, he's the worst. He's the worst. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, mixture of kind of dumb, but also raised rich and pampered. So he doesn't even have like the common sense of just like, hey man, I'm kind of dumb, but I'm a car mechanic. Right, and not right. saying the yeah. car mechanics are dumb, I'm just saying like uh, people that are at, like at, le- at least they know a skill is what you're saying. He doesn't even know a skill. Yeah, he doesn't know how to go buy his he's, own groceries. He's not useful to society. All, I mean, he's grown old and senile watching Fox News, so he knows all their talking points. So he goes out and he talks to the Republican voting base. Which what do they do? They spend all their time watching Fox News. So for once, he's the one guy that makes sense to them because all the other Republicans have always had their stances on things right which is mostly you know bought and paid for by big businesses but at least they're not actively trying to destroy the world they may be an indifferent to whether the world dies but they're not trying to destroy it he's also my and then here comes trump who just sort of says the crazy shit that comes from fox news which fox news has always had to be crazy to keep their viewers watching they always had to scare them using the They've always had to scare them into watching, and so they've always just made up weird shit, and now Trump believes all of it and makes policies based on it. Because he doesn't go to intelligence briefings. He's not, he has zero interest in improving is another major problem. Well, my, he doesn't care if he gets it. Yeah, so my problem is he's dumb, and he's very proud of how dumb he is because he believes that he's, like, the smartest guy ever. Like, he honestly well, believes like, that he's at, a super genius. His, yeah, at one of his rallies, he's like, why, why do they call the liberals... Or, yeah, what do they call the liberals elite, okay? I'm way more elite than they are. I have bigger houses. Oh, I'm so much smarter because I won the election. They didn't win the election. That means I'm so, I, I'm super elite, okay? Okay, guys? Okay, crowd? That's who we are. We're the super elite. Well, also, like, in his speeches, I know he's, like, rambling, but I really do worry that, like, he's, me- like, all right, so I want to read you this excerpt from his rally in Montana. <laughs> He ra- he rambles, but his rambles always orbit the real idea that he has, and he usually orbits things that he actually w- wishes to enact. So whenever he floats ideas like, maybe I should just be president for life, you shouldn't think that he's joking, because I've never seen him laugh, I've never seen him smile. Yeah. He's not fucking joking. He means it. He wants to be well, president for here's, life. Here's where I was like, I'm like, all right, this is like something a dementia patient would say, right? Yeah. Um. So this is <laughs> this is one of his riffs. It says, uh, from at one point, uh, he went on one of his trusted riffs complaining to, uh, no, complaining about no one congratulating him for how big the crowds at his rallies are. And he says, they never, you never say I'm a great speaker. He bellowed, pointing at the media attending the rally. Why the hell do so many people come? It's got to be something. I guess they like my policy. 
Um, and then here is where it gets real weird, and this is where I think he has brain damage. Uh, actually, I'm just going to read this in my normal voice because I think it makes him sound even crazier. <laughs> and he says, and I quote, I have broken more Elton John records. He seems to have a lot of records. And I, by the way, I don't have much, a music. I don't have a musical instrument. I don't have a guitar or an organ. No organ. Elton has an organ. And lots of other people helping. No, we've broken a lot of records. We've broken virtually every record because, you know, look, I only need this space. They need much more room for basketball, for hockey, and all of the sports. They need a lot of room. We don't need it. We have people in that space. So we break all of these records. Really, we do it without, like, the musical instruments. This is only the musical. Or this is the only musical. The mouth. And hopefully the brain attached to the mouth, right? The brain, more important than the mouth, is the brain. The brain is much more important. End quote. I mean, the sad part is, is that I understand what he's saying. but I do too, but he, like the fact that like... He's like, he's rambling and he's crazy. I mean, oh my god. And people listen to that and think, yeah... Or, hold on, let me do a deplorable voice. Yeah, no, see, that's a super genius, Cletus. That's why you don't get the good jobs, because you don't speak good like that. Yeah, this is, I mean, this speech is like something straight out of idiocracy. Uh, you know, um, Trump put out a tweet this week that said, the, the liberal lying media is always pouring over my tweets looking for spelling errors, but I write books, very good books. And yada yada yada, but whenever he said, you know, they're always pouring over my tweets, looking, you know, just hunting for spelling errors, he misspelled pouring. He spelled it, uh, or they pour over my tweets, p o u r, and it should be p o r e. You know what's really awful about that? What's that? I read that and I was like, fuck, what what version of poor is it? Because p o r e. Yeah, well, clearly the, the way everybody was making fun of him and the fact that J K Rowling, famed author, went poor. Ha 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 ha! Hundred and forty more tweet characters of ha. Um, but <laughs> like, uh, I didn't I didn't read any of the replies to it. I just saw the tweet. Yeah, yeah, it was just J K Rowling, the wrong version of poor, and then ha 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 for like hundred and forty characters or whatever Twitter is now. Um, I I don't know, man. I just think that when like a children's author is constantly like. You're a piece of shit. Like, maybe you should look at yourself in the mirror, you know? Like, I mean, it, everyone with an IQ higher than their shoe size has been saying that to them this whole time. It's just... Yeah, but I, I, I think that you can take a Harry Potter book, and if you put yourself in the Harry Potter book, would you be fighting Harry Potter? I, you're saying that's like a good litmus test for um, yeah. whether you're a good guy or a bad guy? If you're doing something... And especially if you're like a, if you're part of the government or you're 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 doing something that could affect a lot of people, stop and go like, man, uh, if uh, uh, what's his name, uh, if Voldemort came in, would he be happy of, with what I was doing or upset with what I was doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? And if the answer is Voldemort would be like super psyched, stop doing that thing. Yeah. So speaking of um, having a stupid president, did you know that um, uh, Howard Stern? co-host uh, prank called Trump this week. Was that Howard Stern's co-host that did that? I heard about that. 
Stuttering John. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he worked on the Howard Stern show for a little while. That's for what, a few years. That's why, like, I'm kind of like, I kind of want to, like, I know I'm still in grad school, and I know that, like, you know, uh, I've got, like, a career job as an educator, but part of me wishes I could put this on hold and just go down to Washington and try to weasel my way into the White House and then just kind of hang back so that when the regime changed happened, I could still have a job in the fucking White House. Yep. You know what oh, I mean? but... Yeah. Anyway, he called him and talked to him for like an hour, pretending to be a senator. So that was funny. But um, and they, he did record it, but I don't know how much of the recording he put online. I just remember. Well, now they're talking though. about like a, they're talking about trying to bring charges against him or arrest him. Yeah, because it's actually illegal to uh, impersonate a senator. But I mean, that just shows how shitty our security is and how stupid our president is that this could even happen. And they're, I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing though. Like. What other president would have an hour's worth of time to talk to anyone? No one. No one ever. Like, the president's time is the most precious resource on Earth in a normal administration. Because normally they should be way too busy to ever have time to stop and just talk to a random senator. But Trump never does anything because he doesn't do work. Yeah. Like that. I feel like, but, um, I feel like even as a president, like, even, even the sexual aspect of it, is like your aides just kind of like bring your your wife in, or when we finally get a female president, your husband in, just brings them in kind of like prepared for sex and goes, uh, all right, Mr. or Madam President, you've got uh, 30, 30, 30 minutes, uh, go, we'll be outside the door. And then they just click a timer and they walk out and you've got 30 minutes to do whatever uh, and then when your 30 minutes is up, it doesn't matter if you're done or not. All right, uh, we got to go. And they come in and take your husband or wife uh, back out of the room uh, and, like, tuck your, you know, if you're a guy, tuck your stuff in. If you're a woman, I don't know, put your pantsuit on and then, like, wheel you to the next event. Yes. Because I imagine all of all of the real presidency is a lot like West Wing where they're just, like, walk and talk. And then they're just handing them babies and, like, stuff to sign. And they're just like, ah, the the the, the Iraqis uh, have said this. Oh, no. And then we've got this. Like, like, it should be just, like, a constant just, like, you know, barrage of these, you know, the toughest questions on Earth. Because if anyone else could answer it, it wouldn't have come to your desk, Mr. President. Yeah, exactly. Fucking exactly. Um, but... Yeah. The hardest question Trump's ever had to answer during his presidency is, um, would you like a, or a side order of um, like mashed potatoes or fries? Why? Oh, no, they're both potatoes. Don't, but no, in two different don't ways. even You know the answer is going to be fries. That motherfucker doesn't eat mashed potatoes. That's, that's too close to a real vegetable. Yeah, it's real, too close to healthy for that fucking piece of human garbage. Speaking of human garbage, um, remember how last week you were talking about Milo? And two things. You were talking about Milo, and you were saying that you're always very prophetic in everything you say. And people say, oh, you're just fear-mongering, or you worry too much, or whatever. Yeah. But you were saying that his um, statement, what was it? I can't wait for vigil... This is a quote from Milo Yabadabada. He said, uh, I can't wait for the vigilante squads to start gunning journalists down on site. And you said, he can't say stuff like that. People are actually going to do it. Well, um, right after that, on a Thursday, a mass shooting began and journalists were gunned down on site at the um, Annapolis Gazette. Did we wait? Did we not cover the shooting in our last podcast? No, we recorded our last one on Wednesday. Oh, man, I am more prophetic than I thought I was. Yeah. So the point is, yeah. the way crazy people work is they look at really powerful people, people they really like, like Milo and the president. Like, And whenever those people say, it's it, like, you know, kind of like, uh, wink, wink, hey, 
it's okay to go out and kill would, these people would, for me. But would you someone, know... huh? Would someone ha- would someone handle the annoying priest? Yeah. Wait, what? That's a famous thing. Like some emperor was hounded by um, a preacher that um, spoke out against him, and he's like, "Would someone handle the annoying priest?" And then like the one of the people in the crowd just like stabbed him to death and drug his body off. Mm. Mm. That's crazy a people... very old classic example right. of. Um, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Because crazy people think that, like, you're talking... They, they're the people that, like, are very unstable, and they can't... They Like, they like all oh, the president was talking directly to me in his post. He said to be super violent and gun down journalists. You know what I mean? And then they'll go do it. And right before that happened, at, again, that same rally that we keep talking about, President Trump said, the fake news media is not my enemy. It's the enemy of the American people. Sick. Right. It's the same way that they say that, like... Not saluting or like not 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 like you know, uh, respecting Donald J. Trump is un-American. He's not America, man. Like you hold an office which is at this point dubious. And um, I don't know if you saw this, but the uh, the Republican uh, Senate committee did find that the Russians meddled and meddled to help elect him. So the goddamn Republicans are like, yeah, uh, the Russians um, definitely helped him win. Yeah, um, the uh, the House Republicans are for some reason not quite as despicable as the. I mean, the Senate Republicans are not quite as despicable as the House Republicans. The yeah. House Republicans is just a festering swamp of we got to get rid of these monsters. Well, but here's... the Senate's a little bit um, not as crazy. So here's some good news, and this is my own like my political prognosticating again. And I see these things, and I go, okay. This is good news for us. All right, so I don't know if you saw it recently. On one of the late-night shows, they did a remake of uh, Shaggy's You Know It Wasn't Me. No. You don't remember that song? Nuh-uh. It was this great song that came out. I'm not a big music person. Came out in, like, 1999 where, like, this guy's basically singing, like, his girlfriend caught him cheating, and the whole song is like, she caught me banging on the sofa, and Shaggy, the other artist, goes, wasn't me. Um, So it's really funny. This guy's basically going, yeah, but she caught me banging on the counter, too. And the Shaggy keeps going, tell her it wasn't you. It wasn't me. And he's like, but she even got me on camera. Wasn't me. So um, the, uh, the, the, oh, what's his name? It's the new, uh, the new late night show. Uh, had a really great version of Shaggy's Wasn't Me, but it was Trump and Mueller. <laughs> Trump's not smart enough to stick to that line. It wasn't me, okay, unless unless it makes me look good. You know, I have the biggest crowd sizes. Have you seen the map of my election, okay? I have a good brain. That's how I'm able to say these words with my mouth, okay? A lot of people don't realize that, but these are my words that I'm saying. Yeah, so it was, Sad. It was. Uh, what do you call it? Um, I, I was trying to uh, do my impression of a rambling Trump speech. It was, uh, uh, yeah, it was the, the Late Late Show with James Corden. So here's why this oh. is a big deal. Um, because it was really, really funny. It was just him going like, uh, you working with the Russians? Wasn't me. So it's going through all the stuff. It was really funny. It was really poppy. It was really, really neat. So what I think this means is that if it's gotten to the point now where, like, we are making fun of it on, like, the mom and pop, like, Late Late Show and stuff like that, that means it's real. And that's yeah, what... Huh? It's a huge. It's a huge part. It's a huge part of America's current public cognition. Yeah, everyone's understanding of the president is is that the Russians helped him win. Like everyone's aware of that. Even the deplorables, they just like to pretend like they don't know anything. But to or... see it as a funny thing on late night, which I feel like late night is what like middle America is seeing, right? 
Yeah, I have I have looked at what the underscore Donald on um Reddit says about that, and what they say is that it's been you know three years of this Mueller investigation, and they haven't found anything at all, not one thing. It's just a fishing trip by a you know what it was it nine angry Democrats. Yeah, that's uh that's their. I mean, they're wrong on so many levels. Like, it hasn't even been one year. Or I think we just had the one-year anniversary, but they like to pretend like it's been two or three years. Uh, we've had 19 indictments and seven arrests? Guilty, please? Whatever it's been. it's uh, It's been a lot. Like, a lot has happened. Um, so the fact that, like, that is happening on late night, middle America kind of stuff watching, I think that's, in my, in, in at least so far I haven't been wrong, that means that, like, the tide of American consciousness has been turning... He is losing support. I don't care what the polls say. That's a big deal, like, because the late night, um, what do you call it? The late night uh, kind of, like, caricature of the president is who most of us believe the president is. You know what I mean? Yes. That's why, like, you know, we talked about, like, hey, 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 Bush is really stupid, right? Hey, hey, he's the guy from I'm the Texas. decider. Yeah, the decider, right? That was who we thought Bush was. <laughs> you know, uh, Clinton was just like, I did not put my, I can't even do a good Clinton um, right now. But here, people, what I did not do was have sex with that woman. I did not. I, I promise you, America, I did not put my penis there. in that toaster. They're, they're never going to catch Slick Willie. <laughs> exactly. And that's, boom, that's who we thought, and that's who we believe Clinton was, right? And so, like, now that, like, this, like, has hit late night where, like, Trump is, 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 like, shredding evidence and, like, is colluded with the Russians and is saying it wasn't me and Mueller's closing in, now that's who we believe Trump is. Um, and that's a super-duper win because the whole, the whole idea was to, like, just lie about base reality so that, like, people, yep. uh, you know, because the only way you could deny things that are that outlandish is, like, make the lie as big as possible and keep saying it and people will buy it. Yar. So to me, that's I know that sounds dumb, but that's a huge win. Because you got to remember, uh, was it before or right after he became president? He went on Jimmy Fallon, and Jimmy, like... It was before. Yeah. It was before. But it, So that humanized him. Like, So if you it look did, at... Like, and, by the way, Fallon has actually apologized for that afterwards. Yeah. And anyone listening, just to finish Peter's thought, um, it was a Trump interview on Fallon, in which near the end of it, I think, he like reached over and patted Donald Trump on the head just to um, show everyone, oh, it's real hair. Mm-hmm. And uh, that... Yeah humanized him. It, that went a long way towards humanizing right. him. It just made him and look affable and like a real and guy. Af- and after Fallon apologized for um, ever humanizing this monster, Trump was like, and that's when he attacked me on late night. He really messed up my hair that night. I don't know why. I asked him not to. And but here- if you go back and watch the video, that's he's full of shit because he was like volunteering his head to yeah. Jimmy. Well, here's the thing. is like you can't blame Fallon because, like, he runs a late-night show run by a network aimed at, like, not, you know, politically... Plus, I uh, mean, a lot of people refuse to believe the hype, right? It's so insane yeah. to imagine that everything that is negative that's been said about the guy is true and worse, that such an evil creature could exist, but it's fucking true. It's well, just the reality of the situation. It's, it's I mean, it, like, imagine if, like, Hitler but, um, had... Uh, but on the other hand, Peter, you got to keep in mind Hillary had trouble sorting her emails, so you know many yeah. problems on both sides. Well, I sides. mean, like, and it's, it's nothing. So it's nothing for like a presidential candidate to go on late night. You know, that's just he was on SNL like way before he that. Was on, I he mean, was the first or second? He was the second 
host that uh, Stephen Colbert ever had on his yeah. uh, current late night show. Like you could imagine, like if late the, night the existed f- when Hitler, like kind of first started rising to power, like the the affable like Hitler on like Jimmy Fallon, and Jimmy's like, "Hey, hey uh, can I touch your mustache?" And he's like, "Oh yes, by sure." Like because you don't think that like. Uh, you know, a year from now he's gonna be like, "What was what was your 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 Hitler um uh, impression again?" Oh um, or oh um, das Mutnes Dutnes Jatten. Yeah, I said you don't, that wrong, but you don't see that happening like a year from when you like rubbed his hair and it's like, oh, his cute little mustache. Like you don't realize that like you're humanizing Hitler and like it was fucked up and he shouldn't have done it. Like he should have like you know, taken a stand because as a comedian, I do believe that like you have a moral responsibility as a comedian, but at the same time, like, he can't be held wholly responsible. Uh, it was just a kind of a, like, ugh, you know? And people that keep saying you can't call someone Hitler until after they've murdered millions and millions of people, no, we want to stop them from murdering millions and millions of people. <laughs> right. What did... So you got to look for someone that's doing absolutely everything that Hitler did when rising to power, well, such it's... as delegitimizing <laughs> entire swaths of your civilization, like saying that all immigrants are illegal, and then, right. like, first of all, you stop, you start blocking more from coming in, you start rounding up the ones that are there, and then you start looking at the ones who are here legally and removing their citizenship. That would be the next step, right? If he did that, then surely people would be willing to uh, admit that, oh, this guy is the next Hitler, so and Mexicans are his Jews. So we haven't even talked about that, but that's that's what's scary is now... That, that's, uh, that's the segue. Yeah, so yeah, not only are they, you know, we've talked about, like, like they're they're just grabbing people that are trying for for uh, asylum and locking them up. Yeah. Now they're going and through stealing their children. Yeah, they're going through and they're trying to um, uh, they're they're they they're up their denaturalization uh, stuff, which I didn't even realize that you could denaturalize somebody. Um, I mean, they they already sort of started that by fucking over the dreamers. Yeah, just take a bunch of people that have never been outside of the country and saying none of you are citizens anymore. I saw, and, um, yeah, I thought naturalization was like uh, just you're a citizen, like, and a lot of people it's pretty permanent, right? So uh, you can now you can I'm, be you can be denaturalized if they find out that you've lied about something big or like there's something big that like they didn't catch during your naturalization process. But this goes like this works its way through courts, right? And the court yeah. has to find that like it's a really good reason to denaturalize you and send you back. We already know that like uh, Trump and ICE and the current government don't think are trying that... to get around the court system so right. that they can just skip the inconvenience of having to prove anything. Yeah, so they don't think that like you should get your day in court. So that's scary combined with you can basically take people who are citizens, strip them of their citizenship with no court order, and send them back. That's the scary like kind of like fucking like terror water slide that I'm I'm worried about us going down because I guarantee you. If they can make it okay to denaturalize, naturalize citizens without a court order and ship them off, uh, then their next step will be to round up political dissidents. I mean, that's how they do it. You attack a vulnerable population, you step it up a little bit because, like, you know, we're American citizens, but if we don't go to court and they want to deport us, who are we going to prove we're fucking citizens to? Who are we going to prove our citizenship to? Here's God. the other thing, uh, and the United States is very guilty of this, and I fucking hate that we do it. Um, so before we were more okay with torture, and we're still kind of like, you know, uh, 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 there's a big portion of us who love Jack Bauer in 24, and we were like, yeah, hell yeah, you should torture some. What if what if the bomb's going to go off 
in like five minutes, and you gotta just get tough to, to find out where the bomb is. You just you got to shoot an Al Qaeda in his dick. What then? Um, I mean, let's okay. Hypothetically, if I were Al Qaeda and I had a bomb somewhere, and I'm willing to die to make sure it goes off. Let's say it's a nuclear bomb hidden in the city, and there's like five minutes till it goes off. I know I'm dead anyway. Why would I not just you know be able to bite my tongue for five minutes and hold out, or just or give them? Let's say give just, them. Yeah, just start telling them anything. Yeah. To send them on a wild goose chase. Exactly, because that's what torture works. So besides those people that are kind of okay with torture, there's a lot of us that aren't, and it's 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 challenge and stuff that like. And there's even a big thing with the um, the international court said to the United States, you know, as we were arguing about torture being. Uh, you know, our our lawyers during the Bush administration are like, well, technically, uh, you know, it's the torture can be used. The international court goes, uh, hey, man, um, you can't just decide torture's legal uh, with some lawyer. That doesn't work. It's still illegal and it's still torture. So we were rebuked by the international community. But my point is, uh, one of the ways that we get around this is we just we just send people to countries that do torture that we're friendly with and just kind of turn our back and then they do the torturing for us. Yeah. Um and so if That's you look uh, at if you look at the rabbit hole, Jesus. we begin deporting people. Now we can deport once we can get to the point where we can deport anybody, even people born here, uh or I should say people white people born here, um all all you got to do is send them to a country uh, you or know, it's okay to torture people, and suddenly we're just sending Americans off to be tortured. Yeah, um, or you know, tortured and or disappeared. It would be the easiest thing in the world. You know what I mean? Um, you you send a you send them to some South American country or like you know, uh, somewhere where there's no press, and they just never come back. Yeah, just like uh, arresting a woman for protesting in Florida, and no one ever hears from her again. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you don't need, and there would be no evidence. There's no trail. It's not done in the United States on United States soil. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, he must have I met mean, with an accident, you know, in, in wherever. They already do that in Russia constantly, and now Trump is having, like, another secret. Well, it's a publicly known secret meeting, meeting with uh, Putin soon, right? Yeah. They're just going to meet up somewhere. No reporters, no translators, nothing. Just those two alone in a room for as long as they feel like it. I kind of hope... you imagine Fox News if Obama did that? I kind of hope that they come out and just, it's just Putin wearing Trump's hair. And, like, <laughs> he's just like, yes, I am American president now. First thing, we send all the money to Russia. <laughs> like, everyone's like, that's Putin in a wig, right? No, I am Donald J. Trump. See, see, he's Trump. You just a lying media, like we're like you're dude. just lying. We're like liberal dude, cuts. fucking, fucking, uh, uh, Putin just fucking body snatched our fucking president. Like seriously, look at him. It's Putin in a wig. Like that's that's the next step. Where like you know Trump just gets to hang out in Russia, or 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 Trump just mysteriously dies, and Putin with a wig just runs both <laughs> countries. <laughs> Uh, that would be interesting. Yeah, I, would, I think I would be more for that because at least Putin's not as dumb as Trump is. So at least someone who's smart's running things. No, because I don't, I don't want somebody with Putin's agenda running anything. 
Uh, but Putin, if you're smart, you can probably see that this is going to end up very badly, right. and so you just wouldn't but make Putin, things as bad Putin, as possible. But Putin also may have blown up an, a, a block of apartment buildings uh, so he could start a war with the Chechnyans, uh, resulting in like thousands of people dying, or more, maybe millions at this point. Yeah. Speaking of... Um, Oh, God, I could segue into two different things with that. Uh, let's start with the money bit first, sending all money to Russia. Speaking of sending all money from uh, one place to another, uh, did you know that uh, Trump's inauguration fund collected $500,000 from two private prison companies, which have been used to detain migrant families? Yeah, including I mean, the 3,000 kidnapped children. If you look at anything he does, because here's his thing, he's a rubber stamp for corporate interests. So, yeah. You know, one of the biggest corporate private interests is privatizing prisons, and it's been shown to be terrible. It's shown to be awful. Private prisons don't work. They're terrible. They need to go away because uh, putting a prison, having a prison with a it's, balance sheet only encourages more prisoners. It's difficult to do anything about it because it's so easy for people in this world to dismiss someone who's done something wrong. Once someone's done something wrong, people can be like, well, you know, fuck them. Yeah. But that's like... Uh, uh, a, there needs to be more leniency for people who make mistakes so that they can, you know, try and correct it and do better because we all fucking make mistakes. Just some people make mistakes that are on the books as being particularly bad, and then they are royally fucked for the rest of their lives if they end up in one of these privatized prisons. But two, sometimes they didn't do it. In fact, a lot of the times they didn't do it, and they're yeah. genuinely innocent. We have sent a lot of mother... Oh, that's something I've never said on this podcast before that I want to say now. Here's a big revolution that everyone should be aware of. You know how they say that America has never executed an innocent man. Who like said it's never been proven? Who said that? that Ameri- that's, that's been proven many times. No, 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 no. It has not. On the books, we have never executed a single innocent man. It's not true in this at country. all. Because when someone's executed, their case is closed forever. And even though other people can write all the books about how they're innocent that they want, the official record is and always will be that they were guilty. That's insane. So you yep. can't even clear their name. That's so fucked up. You can up. never clear their name. <laughs> That's It'll always awful. be official record that they were guilty. Um, That's the final word on their case. So I want to start a segment. So you know how you have like the you're there. That's cute news. Yes. Oh, I have a great one for this week. Uh, I want to start my own segment called like, uh, uh, what a fun invasion news. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Uh, so uh, we're gonna invade. Who we're gonna invade next? You're, you're gonna love this because you would have never guessed had I not talked about it earlier. Uh, fucking Venezuela. Um, the South American country that we've never had any problems with. Um, Trump has been trying to get to, to kind of like he's running it by people like he does when he's not sure that he can just do it. Um, he wants <laughs> to invade Venezuela because uh, like they're having problems with like, uh, you know, the the current guy there, Maduro, I believe, is kind of like a, a dictator, although uh, their last president was kind of like a dictator. Uh, they're going through like horrible, horrible, like hyperinflation and like the country's kind of collapsing, having a lot of trouble. Um, right. so, uh, Trump pondered military intervention. Uh, he repeatedly inquired at meetings in the Oval Office whether we could invade the troubled South American nation. Then he, he discussed the same question with Colombian president Juan Manuel Santos, uh, and other regional leaders on multiple occasions. At one point, at a dinner with them, his aides go, "Hey, this is a dinner with South American presidents. Just don't talk about invading Venezuela." So the first thing he does uh, at the dinner is he goes, "Hey guys, my aides told me not to talk about this, but uh, like, do you think we should invade Venezuela?" Oh and all the South American presidents were like, "No, 
And he's like, are you sure you're not, like, thinking, like, maybe a military option would be cool? And, like, everyone was like, let me make this very clear. Fuck no. <laughs> um, but he's still, like, he's still talking about it um, to the point in which uh, the, uh, i got to find the exact quote. Well, he's a child. Mammy, buy me a word with Venezuela. Yeah. It's so shiny and Billy's mom, or Putin's mom let him have a word with Venezuela. Well, here's Sad. what's scary, but the National Security Council spokesman told the news agency that all options remain open to help the Venezuelan democracy and bring stability. Uh. So chances are we're going to invade a, uh, a very uh, a not well understood, uh, hot, jungly country uh, to uh, bring back democracy. Uh, for people that don't want us there, because um, that worked real well every other time we've done that. Yeah, it worked great in um, Iraq, Afghanistan. Like, look how those wars ended. Oh, yeah, you can't because they haven't ended yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get us into another. Although, you know what, man? I would love to see this dude get into his own personal Vietnam. <laughs> like when, when oh, like deplorables no. children start coming home in boxes because they died in the Venezuelan jungles for fucking nothing. Let me let me see how well you support this fuckwit president then. Yeah, because it was like um, nothing sinks like a president faster than an unpopular, unwinnable war. And that's the thing about war—you can't go like, ah, you know what, we are winning because people be like, the fuck we are, and we got video to show people dying. Yep. I mean, oh my god. Uh, you know, the best generation of Americans, the ones that fought in World War II, they, um... The average war, World War II veteran saw, like, what was it, ten days of uh, combat? Maybe. Of active combat? Possibly. I thought the they saw more. Do you, do you know how many days the average Vietnam veteran saw of combat? How many? If they stayed, if they stayed one year... They saw around 365 days of combat. Well, it's because there was no front line in Vietnam. The war was everywhere. Whereas at least yeah. World War II, you go to the front, you come back. That's what, If you go invade Venezuela, there's no front line. You're fighting, yeah, you just, you're fighting economic fucking problems. You can't shoot like economic downturn. You can't shoot yeah. hyperinflation. It's just like how you can't shoot terror, right? That's yeah. why the war just lasts they, forever. Like, like stupid wars. Ima imagine that, but like people can't just attack us from all sides on the desert because the desert is, you know big as desert sand like trump would say about it it's very big it's in the middle of sand desert sand every time sand. we've gotten into a jungle war it's gone so you get into, yeah you get into the jungle people can humans can live anywhere in the jungle so they can surround you anywhere they can attack and you air power anywhere. doesn't really work because you can't see what you're shooting like jungle's a yeah. very difficult place to like get involved into a war especially a civil war in which you don't understand who you're supporting or who you're fighting hence the vietnam fucking uh the ken burns vietnam documentary i've been watching for like the last couple days Hyped up on coffee. I feel like I am. In, I'm like I'm right there with McNamara. I'm like, Mr. President, we've got to get out of Vietnam. Yep. And here you are seeing in the modern days, uh, Trump's about to have his own Vietnam, at which he was a draft dodger of. By the way, if anyone's not aware, he dodged the draft. That's five the one thing I've been thinking. I've been Nam. thinking about that. And you know what? We 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 bash him a lot over that. But I dodged the fucking draft too, man. Like fuck that. I'm not going to Vietnam. Sure. But he was also a smarmy shithead about it, yeah. right? Like, he made fun of Vietnam War heroes. He made fun of... Uh, he's made fun of Gold Star parents to I mean, of the they Iraq did attack Bill War, Clinton right? for being a draft dodger, yet they haven't really hammered on Trump for being a draft dodger. Right, and he said that uh, John McCain's not a war hero because he was captured. Right, yeah. I like, I like heroes who weren't captured, okay? This is his exact quote. You know, I like people that 
toughed it out in a in a, in a prison camp tortured and stayed behind like because that was the thing about it was like they were like the vietnamese were like we let you go and he was like i'm gonna stay with my friends like dude that's that's like say whatever you will i don't always agree with mccain but goddamn, what a man you know yeah like Look, if anyone listening here has ever seen mccain in a speech and you notice he moves his arms kind of funny like he won't lift him very high it's because he can't because he was tortured for five years when he was in the prime of his life yeah in a cage in vietnam i don't know like, if it was me and you if they were like all right all right you're free to go i don't know if i would like be like no oh. i'd be gone i'd be like no fuck it <laughs> i'll, I don't I'll know. see you when you get back <laughs> i don't know if i'd be like i'm gonna stay with patrick I'd be like, uh, you know what? I know we did a lot of podcasts together, but this is real hard. A lot of mosquitoes in here. Also, I've been stabbed repeatedly in the dick and balls, and I kind of want to leave. Yeah, who would have imagined that uh, Trump doing that to their men would make that do th- do it to us? Oh, as yeah. we're in like the jungles of um, Venezuela, Venezuela. Yeah. we're drafted into it. Well, what I can't wait. Why well, I actually I can't wait for this. Uh, one of my family members. Uh, is a naturalized Venezuelan citizen. And uh, my other family members that are related to him uh, are super pro-Trump supporters. And I'm like, it's going to be real weird when that family member goes to a, a disappearance camp. <laughs> Just saying. Goes to a happy fun time camp. Yeah. Uh, so we got about three minutes left. So you want to hit us with That's Cute News, and we will wrap up today's <clears throat> podcast. Yeah. Okay. So you know how... Uh, I have not wanted to let us forget about um, Puerto Rico, right? I keep bringing up that the people over there are still dying. The death toll is going up staggeringly, so they still don't have steady power. Uh, well, guess what they have now? Sky sharks. They're, at least they're no longer losing stuff, right? Like, they've been losing power, they've been losing water, they've been losing lives, but now they finally have gained something. What's that? A very serious outbreak of leprosy. Oh, my God. Like, how does that happen? like the plague. Uh, because they're in absolutely deplorable living conditions, right? And nobody's doing anything to help them, and they're just fucked from all angles. Okay, so uh, you know, because I've said the it president before. will not declare it a disaster zone, no one will go to relieve them. I've said it before, and I'll say it again, and this might count as a, uh, 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 this may count as a threat against a sitting official. I'll try to make it as little threatening as possible. In a world in which I was a leper, I'm going to a a, a place I won't specify where, but it's 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 a you know it's it's a place, and I'm I'm giving out hugs and handshakes, baby. I'm giving out hugs and handshakes. Yeah, because I mean, Trump's inactions are his inaction is directly causing these people. Because to you know, if he got leprosy, he wouldn't go to the doctor. You know that, right? Trump. Yeah. What do you think he would do? I feel like he would just let it eat him and just deny that he had leprosy. Like he's on uh, TV giving a speech and his fucking nose falls off. And he's like, <laughs> my nose didn't fall off. Your nose fell it's off. The, it's the fake media lying about it, okay? You know, my hands didn't just fall off. Why isn't the media talking about my hands not falling off? Why do they have to focus on my nose, which didn't fall off, okay? Many people are saying and that's the thing that's upsetting about Puerto Rico is there's so many disasters. It's like, yeah, you put out all the house fires. Like, we got to start somewhere, I guess, and start, like, we got to start voting, I guess. We got to vote, or if you got leprosy, go shake hands. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, I get might get there, visited. Knock on a few doors. I might get visited by faces. the Secret Service for this one. But, like, I'm just saying, if you got leprosy, uh, get you a plane ticket. <laughs> um, go to the District of Columbia and just start shaking hands. That's all I'm saying. 
a district district of somewhere. We won't say where. Yeah, district of somewhere. God, we're <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get fucking we're gonna get disappeared for this one. They're gonna denaturalize both of us. Yep, and then whenever we're in the uh, prison camps in Venezuela, um, we'll have to make that decision: do we stick around for one another, or do like McCain would, or are we like, you know what, we we would just. We would just get made fun of by America's next Trump if we get out of here. So, yeah, uh, I I just imagine sitting around in a Venezuelan prison camp going, "Well, <laughs> goddamn, I believe I got leprosy." <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Uh well, uh, that's our fucking podcast for this week, man. Uh, I'm Pete, and I'm Pat, and uh, I don't know, man. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>